Tune in to this week's Xamarin Show where I have my good friend Alon on talking about Blazor plus Don M. Maui. So tune in. Welcome back, everyone, to the Xamarin Show. I'm your host, James Montemagno. Today, I have one of my best friends in the entire world, Alon Lipton, here. How's it going, buddy? Hi, James. How's it going? Oh, it's absolutely stunning. It's nice and hot in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm just enjoying summer so far, you know, out there riding bicycles, hiking mountains, doing things. How about you? Um, I chopped down a bunch of bushes in my yard. Nice. That's my summer project. Nice. And put things in boxes behind you, I see. Uh, yes, those boxes are my kids' art projects and instruction manuals for all the stuff that I have. They're neatly organized by category. Kitchen appliances, computer hardware, stuff that goes in the garage. It's very organized. More organized than me. That's for sure. They're all labeled. I bought a label maker just so I could label things and organize them. So it's wonderful. Well, on this week's Xamarin Show, we wanted to talk about efficient label making technology that no, I'm just kidding. What are we talking about? <laughs> no, I, I can demo my label maker. Oh, it's right sure. here. The first label that I printed this, I think it's getting off topic, but the first label that I printed. It made it official. Yeah. That way nobody else is allowed to touch it. No, they can't yeah. use that. That's yours. The first label. Yeah. You see that apostrophe, you know, like Reese's peanut butter cup. You see that apostrophe S that's Reese's. Oh yeah. You cannot, if your name is not Reese. Can't eat no them. touch. No, no touch. touch. Yeah. All right, what are we talking about? <laughs> I think something about Blazor and .NET MAUI is ah, usually yeah. what people ask me to talk about these days. Yes. So it's kind of up to you. Yes, Maddie was recently on talking about all of the great announcements at Microsoft Build 2021 in and around .NET 6 and .NET MAUI. However, there was another big announcement, which was about sort of how you as a web developer, specifically a Blazor web developer, can combine these two pieces of technology together. They're they're kind of like one cohesive unit. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we built this new uh, Blazor WebView control that is uh, part of the. It's, it's in the .NET Maui repo. It builds uh, and, and ships along with the rest of .NET Maui, and um, it it enables people who are Blazor web developers to take their uh, their existing or new uh, Blazor components, so the, th- the things that you write in .razor files in uh, Razor class libraries, and bundle them up into .NET MAUI applications. And then wherever .NET MAUI runs, you get a native, uh, all the native platform access with uh, Blazor as well. Uh, but also if you're an existing, well, there's probably not a lot of existing .NET MAUI users because it's brand new, but of course there will be many, uh, many who come from uh, the, the Xamarin world and using .NET MAUI, but also WinForms and WPF, you can uh, expand your app by building out parts of it using Blazor and then run those on the web. So this is kind of uh, this foray where you, you can already run .NET code, basically on anything that has a CPU, you can run .NET code, but now you can also build a UI that runs and spans across everything that can has a screen, basically. Very cool. So since your Blazor components and Blazor sites are optimized for web, then they can bring them over into mobile or desktop. Now, so there's, I think there's three use cases that I just heard you say. The first is I'm a Blazor developer already today, and I want to take my Blazor app and go over to um, iOS and Android and Windows and Mac with .NET MAUI. So you can take your Blazor stuff, lift and shift, optimize for native client development. Or maybe you're just a web developer. Maybe you're doing Razor pages. You've been dabbling with Blazor. You're like, hey, 
I want to make a mobile app. Maybe it doesn't even have a website. I can just use my Blazor skills to build a .NET MAUI app with Blazor syntax and all this stuff. And then the third option is, hey, I'm a .NET MAUI developer. Like I don't even have a web. I don't even know anything about Blazor. But wouldn't it be cool if I could use some of that cool Blazor components from the community, some really cool things that I see, you know, Dan and other people like demoing all the time. I could just shove that into my .NET MAUI apps. Like I might even be a, a, a Blazor developer, but because I'm a .NET developer, I can reuse like the component ecosystem of Blazor in my .NET MAUI apps. That is uh, very well said. And I'm going to later watch the recording and steal that for the next time I'm asked to present about MAUI and Blazor. So thank you. But that is that is totally spot on. Very cool. And then and then also at the same time, if you were just a .NET MAUI developer and you're like, hey, I need to go to the web, you could take a lot of your logic, a lot of your things, and then create a Blazor front end too, which is cool. So why why did we why did we build this thing? Do pe people want it? I assume. I mean, I, all these sound cases you you know sound good, but I know you've been working for a long time on this. So I imagine you've been talking to a lot of customers that have been you know talking yeah. and wanting it, right? Yeah, I mean, there's literally dozens of us, James, dozens. No, um, we, we the, the project I worked on just prior to this was uh, this uh, experimental project. In fact, it had experimental in the name called Mobile Blazor Bindings, where um, it's kind of the same idea. We made it so that you can uh, um, take uh, existing parts of your Blazor application and package them up in a Xamarin Forms, uh, to which, you know, .NET MAUI is the, the successor to that. And uh, it's been extremely popular. We have people using it. Um, I've published some of my own apps to the Apple App Store. Um, and um, it's it's gotten consistently a super positive feedback wh wherever it's been shown. And so that kind of um, helped us get the green light to talk to our uh, directors here at Microsoft, the .NET directors, and uh, get the okay to productize this. And so that's why we have real production code that shipped in .NET 6 uh, Preview 4. Just when was that? A few weeks Two weeks yeah. ago, a week ago, two weeks ago. Weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so .NET 6 Preview 4 has the Blazor WebView in it because we got the, the green light to, to ship it. We showed that it's popular enough and um, we think uh, we can build something really cool for customers. That's awesome. Yeah, it's sort of this, this journey of here's a cool idea, here's a prototype, here's people actually validating and then now it's a product. And like you said, I think the, the key difference is that this is an in-the-box supported scenario supported components for uh, .NET developers, and that's really really cool. Yep, and and we know that's what that's what people kind of look and look for and expect is that they want the the supported thing. I mean, we we certainly got quite a bit of users using the experimental prototype because it was an official experiment, but not really supported in any meaningful sense. Yeah. Um, the support was file a bug and 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 maybe include a pull request and or maybe I'll fix the bug. Uh, we had a lot of great contributors uh, to it, but it, it doesn't have like the full force uh, behind it um, in terms of support. And so that's that's what we're uh, working on um, doing right now is this is an official Microsoft product. It's just part of .NET 6, the, the same way you think about any other part of .NET 6, whether it's uh, strings and ints or ASP.NET Core or WinForms, this is this is just another thing that kind of goes in that, that big bucket. Yeah, that's nice because now as, you know, as a .NET developer with .NET 6, I really feel like there's a full combination of everything coming together um, cohesively. And this further, it, it kind of explores that interoperability between the frameworks that you have. Because you also mentioned that that some of this core work that you have 
can also go into wind forms and WPF, which is also kind of cool. So there's other scenarios for even non-Donet uh, Maui developers, which is kind of cool. Do you want to show what this kind of looks like now that we've been talking about it for a little bit? Can I? Yeah, you can show it. You can bring up your screen. <laughs> there okay. Whoa, there's my screen. Oh my gosh, I see it. Oh, I wonder what the lag is if I use my... Oh, wow, it's, it's got no lag. This is great. Thank you, StreamYard. This is great stuff. Um, oh, but then my head is sideways, so I'll, I'll go like this. Yeah, so this is what uh, uh, I did, essentially, a, a file new uh, Maui Blazor application. So Maui comes with uh, two project templates. There's Maui that just has native UI uh, mm -hmm. using you know buttons and labels and the things uh, that you might expect from any, any platform that does UI. And this is the Maui Blazor project template that has essentially no native UI. If you look at the open the XAML file here, um, the only control in here is this new Blazor web view control. And we tell it which Blazor component that we want to run. And so we have a component here called uh, main.razor, which really all it does is it navigates to either the index page, the counter page, or fetch data. But I can show you code, or with your permission, James, I'd like to run this application. You can do whatever you want. It's, it's your day. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, because so, so, so far this looks... I mean, the things that I see with pages and with those, that, that setup, it looks like the Blazor app a little bit too. And this looks like the Blazor app. Of course, I clicked away from it. Yeah. And so if anybody, if you've done a Blazor uh, web before, this is, this is exact, I, I just copied the template code from there. And so you have your, your standard kind of uh, Blazor patterns and behaviors for navigation um, that, that you would expect. So this is a web view hosted inside a WinUI uh, desktop application. We have exactly the same experience for running on uh, Mac OS through Mac Catalyst, running on iOS and running on Android. So you would get exactly the same UI. And because it's web UI, you get all these things you're used to. Let me make this narrower and narrower and narrower. Oh, and it popped. Now we have the menu up top because oh, cool. it's using uh, CSS to uh, render that. In fact, I can even open up the browser dev tools um, that you can also use for iOS and, and, and everything. So we have the browser dev tools and I can, you know, navigate the elements and I see here, uh, where is it? Blazor oh. is loaded. I've got my CSS. I'm, I, I happen to be using Bootstrap and Open Iconic. It's, it's a Blazor application running inside WinUI using .NET MAUI for hosting it. And so we have the, the XAML for the frame and you can add other XAML UI here if you want to add labels and buttons in other bits and pieces of your application. The same goes for WinForms and WPF. You can have uh, part of UI, UI using uh, the native controls, and then wherever you want, you can place a Blazor web view. You can even have as many Blazor web views as you want. Can I go off script, James? I'd like to go off script. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> let's see. Here's a, let, let's, let me see if this, this still runs. So here, a, a completely different application and brace yourself, brace yourself. Beautiful. Yeah. This is this is not <laughs> this is a test application just to show um, I have two Blazor web views. I have one up here up top and I have one here down bottom. And I just use like every bit of CSS I know just to make sure everything loads properly. But as I switch between inbox, we see where there's a second uh, uh, Blazor web view down here. This is two different Blazor web views, huh. running two different Blazor applications uh, in here. And as I click between different quote unquote email folders. Uh, it controls this other web view, and you know it's 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 fast. It's all running natively on the device. There's no HTTP or web request. It's not running remotely. Uh, if the device has no internet access, no problem. Everything runs fine, unless you need to make an API call for something, in which case, of course, you need internet access. 
but this is this is this is what a, bla <laughs> a .NET Maui Blazor test application looks like. So let me let me make that go away before uh, somebody like cancels us here. Well, so so I want to get this really clear, and let's get rid of some misconceptions because you just said it. It is not making web requests with Signal R. It's not running WebAssembly. .NET Maui applications. There's a .NET runtime, so it's running your .NET code natively. There's no WASM. There's no, none of that. Correct. Yeah, the way I would like to show this is here. Let me turn off my internet and show you what happens, but it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. But what I can show you is that the web request, if you go to the, the network tab and I uh, refresh everything on here, it's making these web requests, but I, I don't know if it's safe for me to zoom. Can I zoom in with Windows? Is that going to like? Yeah, you like, can do that. Yeah, live your life. Boom, look at that. Boom. Of course, I have to figure out which window on. The the all the web requests here are going to HTTPS zero 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 zero. That's mm. not really a, a, a meaningful IP address because we handle all the requests locally. So there's no actual HTTP going on here. All the requests are handled within the application. You don't need any special permission. There's no internet. It's not gonna you know bomb out because you're running on a metered connection or limited connectivity unless your app needs to make a web request, at which point that's, you know, if you need to get data from somewhere, then, you know, that's that's a, a different uh, matter altogether. And that's no different regardless of how, how you, you've built your uh, web UI. Yeah, everything, all the .NET code, all the Blazor code, all of it runs locally within this process. This is, you know, whatever the process is, WinUI desktop app one.exe, mm -hmm. that's where it's all running, all of it. And and like in that counter.razor, it's it's all just normal Blazor Razor, right? Like the the code method, the increment, like that's all the same. Yep. It's Blazor Razor code. Blazor Razor code. Let me see if I can even, I mean, I need to see if it's actually working on my machine right now because I we have to run like sometimes kind of crazy versions of things. But here, I hit the breakpoint. Here's the counter. I can muck with the counter, make it a thousand, and then it's going to going to increment now to 1,001, boom. and then boom, Amazing. 1,001, and I can hit the breakpoint again and, and party on. This is all running as .NET. This is code inside my Razor file, but it's not going through some web request or anything like that. It's running, oh, that's my ugly Android app. It's not going through any web request locally. All the .NET code here, every C-sharp file, and Razor ultimately become, gets compiled into C-sharp, mm. all runs inside the same process. And then so, the no. big advantage here is that it's running inside of a native app. So I see the Android, iOS, Mac Catalyst, the WinUI project. So you can access all of the native features of those devices because it's a .NET MAUI app, correct? Yep. If you want to uh, p-invoke, uh, which is a, for folks who might not be familiar with this feature of .NET, you can call into native platform APIs. So if there's some like Win32 API that doesn't have a .NET equivalent, for example, format hard drive. And we've demoed this before. Uh, we clicked no, but... You can launch the format hard drive dialog in Windows, and if you click yes, I hope you have a good backup story. Yeah. Um, but that's something that you can't do from a web app, obviously, because you're running inside the web browser sandbox. But there's no the, the only sandbox here is whatever the OS limitations are. Um, so like you can't format C because Windows is there, but you can format the D drive and the E drive and the F drive and whatever else you want. Um, you can access anything. Now that's a little bit of a odd scenario, but if you want to access things like uh, right-click context menus on applications, so some applications, I don't know, like what does, for example, Edge has, you know, all kinds of um, custom 
uh, right-click context menus and applications. Mm -hmm. You can do that because those are things that only native applications uh, really get to do. If you want to do drag and drop in between applications, um, yeah, all the, all the native behaviors, 100% of it that's available in the operating system, you have access to 100% so of it. Last question here for you. So let's say here's the final new project, which puts the razor pages in this .MAUI application. But if you had an existing, you know, let's say, you know, .NET 5 library, .NET library that had all your pages and stuff like that, you could just add that as a dependency and then boom, you're good to go. Because I see the dub root folder, things like that. Yeah, you, absolutely. You would just share your, share your razor pages from your Blazor website. Yeah, so um, what you could very easily do is you could, uh, I, I don't have anything to demo here, but I could add a new Razor class library uh, project here. So if I search uh, for Razor class library uh, somewhere in here, um, you could add a Razor class library. And then from your Maui application, you would right click, add a project reference to that. Or you might also already have existing NuGet packages that contain uh, Razor class library UI. So mm. you could add it as a NuGet package reference. And then uh, you would reference. So let's say you wanted uh, the index page to reference your other components. This is would be you'd add a using statement. So using you know my razor UI library, and then wherever it is that you want to use that right, you'd say um, you know my existing razor component, and then pass in whatever parameters. So you know. Um, settings equals, you know, one, two, three, whatever it is. And that's going to render HTML web UI as Blazor components uh, typically do. And if it has any existing CSS or other static assets, they can also be all imported in here. And in your index HTML, you might add a reference to your CSS. Hmm. So that would look like this. You would say underscore content slash, what do we call that pretend library that doesn't actually exist? Slash my razor UI library and slash, you know, cool cool CSS, and that's how you import the CSS. If you have other JavaScript files, you'd import it the same way, and you'd carry on, and everything, it'll it'll import all the static assets, the CSS, the images, uh, any HTML that you have, and run the components. And even though those components may very well have been designed initially to run in a regular web browser uh, on the web with HTTP, those exact same components with no changes can also run inside a WinUI or Android or Mac OS uh, or iOS application. And because it's running inside a, a web context. Very cool. Alon, this is amazing. Thank you for taking time to go through it. And what I really got out of is like, hey, it's Blazor, but in a native mobile application with .NET Maui. Very cool. Alon, thank you so much for showing this off and having a quick conversation about it. Please, everyone, if you have questions at all or you're already trying it out, leave comments below and you know, give this a thumbs up so other developers over on the YouTubes find this and, you know, hit that subscribe button over there. Alon, thank you so much for, for showing this off. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Like I said, jam on that like button, hit that subscribe and ring that notification bell. Till next time, I'm James. Thanks for watching.